Welcome to Straight Fire Moms Podcast. I'm Elvina. And I'm Cheryl. And we're reaching out to single moms simply as a supportive means to your parenting process. So today we're going to talk about uh, safety, just things in general and safety. Down the last week, Cheryl, we talked about um, technology to the best of our ability. <laughs> the things to the that we do, what we knew, right? right? But today we want to talk about just some some uh, common sense type things, or you know, you know, maybe common sense to some and maybe not to others. But what can we do? Uh, what can we teach our children to do and what can we be on the same page with our children with so that we can make sure uh, as best as we can of, to provide safety for the family. Right. And even though we talked about technology last week, you know, there's some good things and there's some uh, there's pros and cons mm-hmm. with technology. And so um, hopefully with the technology we can talk about some ways to help keep our kids safe because we know there's so many that go home and they are by themselves Mm -hmm. and they have to navigate from getting off either a school bus and some off of a a public uh, the city bus Mm -hmm. and walk a block or two whatever the case may be and then uh you know go up and open the door by themselves and go in yeah yeah you always you always dread that you know um you know it's because you just feel more comfortable if you could be with them but you know we can't be with them all the time and we don't know sometimes they're young as eight years old nine years old Mm. but um that's something that's kind of the way i mean when i grew up eight and nine years old we'd go home we only lived a block, literally a block from the school. If you look out my door, you look down the street, you could see me. I mean, my mom could see me or, mm-hmm. you know, that's how close we were to elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to walk across one small street and that was it for us. Mm-hmm. But when you went on to, when we went on to middle school or junior high school, that was a different story. Mm-hmm. And we're talking no technology in terms of cell phones, yeah, back and then, cameras yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. But um, you know, we had to get out there and we had to do it. We had to walk. It took us about thirty minutes to get to our junior high school walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, down um, from well, I was thinking about from our home. Uh, we lived across the street, like from my. Uh, elementary we lived right across the street from um, school so that wasn't bad at all but you know I'll tell you what you know when you when I think back like around that age that you're talking about eight nine years old um so we had a furnished basement right and so mom had me to go in the basement uh and that's where I would go from my from when I get out of school or um or lunchtime or whatever I go I would go there but I want to do is I would go in with a key um but then I would just go downstairs and you know do whatever turn the tv on and my lunch would be down there for me and everything but the upstairs was locked I couldn't get upstairs I got oh only, so there was a door a separate a side door, door a side door side you door. know back there up, well up, up north where you up were north, yeah, yeah we had basements and stuff yeah, right we had so, it too, yeah so we, we couldn't access mm-hmm. it from the house some I guess some houses could but our house wasn't built that way. 
you had to go through the main door. Okay, yeah, well, ours was separated like that. You could go uh, from the side door to the basement and then up a few more stairs to get you to inside that in the kitchen of the house. But that door was locked. Mm -hmm. So mom would have my food in the stuff. And then you think, well, nowadays, when you, if nowadays to look at that, look, that, that's creepy, <laughs> you know, kind of when you think about it. It is. But back then, it seemed normal, you know? It did. It yeah. absolutely did. And we felt that we were being prepared to be responsible. You know, mm. it took, um, you know, being able to go to the corner store with the list, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, we did Buying those things, making sure you held on to the money, got the change, mm -hmm. bring it back, that you didn't forget anything. Right. You know, and so little baby steps. And then a couple years later, go to the grocery store, mm -hmm. uh, which was a few blocks away and making sure that you got everything on that list yeah. and you bought that money home or that you didn't lose it on the way, which happened to me once, but little baby steps. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so the more we were able to walk in the neighborhood, the more we felt more comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. And when we started going to junior high school, that was an area we didn't even frequent when we were younger, we didn't even, you know, cause we walked everywhere. Mm -hmm. We did not have a ride to school on the bus mm -hmm. until high school. And that was the city bus. Oh we yeah. yeah. We, oh, city bus. Yeah. We yeah. had school. We had school buses. I'm thinking we had school buses. Um, yeah, we had school buses even in high school, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but what it was in high school was so different cause we had to walk a ways, you know? No matter what, yeah. uh, cold. It didn't matter. Cold, dark. Right. You know, and it used to get dark. It used to be dark when you go out there early. Yeah, in the, you know. There. Oh, in the morning. In the yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah. You're standing at that bus freezing. Yeah. You know? And yeah. It, and that. But you know, times was the, the times have changed so much, and we live in such uh, dangerous times now. You know, and it's hard for any mom to have to have their children go home by themselves and stuff after yeah. school and things. But you have to do what you have to do. You do. You know. And so this is what we want to talk about: some safety measures. You know, because unfortunately, this is what happens. And I think that um, with the prayer, first of all, we pray over our children. Yeah. But then, um, just then it's also important to. Um, be on the same page with your kids, you know, right. not just, you know, back in the day when we used to say, you know, because I told you to do it this way. This is what's going to be done. And like we talked about a little earlier, you, we, we just set things in place and we were the parent and we were the, you know, this is what I said. And this is the way it's going to be done. Right? right. But so now days it's different because we learned more and we learned how we learned how to deal with our children differently and how to deal with them in love yeah. and stuff instead of just, you know, uh, iron hands, so to speak, yeah. you know, because they need to have a voice too, mm -hmm. but of course it needs to be respectful. Right. And we need to hear from them because um, they're going to be talking to all kinds of people throughout life. So um, they need to learn early on how to express how they feel or to give a suggestion or whatever the case may be. But of course, a lot of times we as the parents, we can make the final decision, mm -hmm. but um, we do want to hear how they feel about these things. So um, I was talking to my daughter and I just asked her, uh, we were talking about that latchkey thing, right? Is, does that, do they still call it latchkey? <laughs> you know, it's been a while, right? So she said, well, mom, she said, I don't really know. I don't think anybody really calls it that anymore. She says, it's just, I don't think they call it anything. It's just, 
it, now it, now it's just the norm. So they don't have to really call it anything, right. you know? That's like, wow, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so so they talked about that. She was, I was asking her some things. What about some good practices for, you know, for your little your boy? Uh, and so she was saying that, um, you know, that things like uh, uh, they have, to, he, he gets off the bus. And when he gets off the bus, he goes to the house, right? And he, he takes himself inside and, um, you know, they have cameras, you know, where they can see. Um, he has a cell phone so that he has he has to call when he gets inside um, and that she gives him a certain time frame to call her by or her or the dad by right um, then um, just you know, just just little things like that did you teach him you know she says she has this locator on her phone so that she can always know where he's at with that watch that phone just know where he's at you know so you do what you can and you prepare yourself and them as much as you can right. with these type of things and right. then and then you teach them the difference you teach them uh safety safety who you know the type of things are safe and that are not safe you know right you know they or all... that could potentially um be a problem you yeah know? anticipate you know that this could be a problem so let me maybe change up my pattern and be yeah and be aware of your surroundings that's what she was saying to, to for him to be aware of his surroundings mm-hmm. if somebody's watching you somebody's somebody's walking past you don't automatically just act just go in that house mm-hmm. you know wait around knock, on the, knock on the door ring, ring the doorbell door like you know you're waiting yeah mm-hmm. you know things whatever you have to do and it's so good to teach your children those things right yeah know? yeah mm-hmm. and you know my daughter when I asked her about latchkey kids, she was like, mm, I don't really know that term, but are those the kids that stay at home? <laughs> but see, so my daughter's much older though. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she said, uh, I guess she hadn't heard that term in a long time, mm-hmm. but she would have probably fit as a latchkey kid, that generation that okay. she's in. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't have to come home to an empty house until they were in uh, junior high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she had to walk, you know, she walked home and uh, was able to um, get in the home with the key and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. But um, she um, said, with leaving with her daughter, so even though she picks her up, she has her cell phone with her. Mm-hmm. They have a specific place where they meet because she doesn't like waiting in the, um, the car line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do what you gotta do <laughs> right right so she tells her go down this street and wait there mm-hmm. and that's you know where I'll be and also one of the things is since we're so have our kids so dependent and we're dependent on technology mm-hmm. if that thing is not charged mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. there has to be that responsibility that you know at night, since we're talking about all day in school having it, mm-hmm. you got to have that phone charged at night. Right. I don't know if they let them charge their phones in school anywhere. Yeah, right. I would imagine so. And then, and then even if they if they do forget, maybe they could charge it in a car. But I I feel like that's a part of your preparation for the next day. It should be. Yeah. You know. For sure. Mm-hmm. And she said that um, she would also um, at night. Okay. Then she would also think about the ring camera, which they have. Mm-hmm. And they listen for the beep on their phone with activity around that camera or someone ringing the bell. Mm-hmm. They watch out for all of that. 
And that's good. See, that's what we were talking about last week. Sometimes it just you just have to be careful of the kind that you mm-hmm. what kind you get. Yeah. Because they can't the purpose that you get them for is really good. Yeah. But it's a matter of getting the right thing, you know. Being safe mm-hmm. and uh, knowing how to change that password no, to not a sixteen digit. Sixteen digit. Yes. Yeah. Weekly. Weekly. Oh my. <laughs> but yes. um, you know, so those are just a few things, you mm-hmm. know. And also, you know, if you're walking home, you have friends with you, you got to know when to cut it off. Oh, I got to go in the house now. Because yeah. my mom's going to expect my call. And you know what I think is a really good thing that every mom should have if they can? Somebody that they really trust that is a backup person for their children. Because God forbid, what if something happens to you during the day, right? And and there's no family or the family close. What are, what are your children going to do? They, what if mama just doesn't come home? They don't understand why, mm. you know? And say mom's in a, in a hospital or something, you know, right. something beyond your control. Right. Who's there with your children? Right. What if you cannot, what if you're in a condition where you can't even call your children or call anybody? So you don't true. know what's going on. Somebody, somebody needs to be aware that they are the person, the contact person for those children. Those children need to be aware. What is the process? Moms, please set that process up. We, you know, we don't expect anything to happen, but that's what happens. We don't. And that's the thing, you know, we can't prepare ourselves maybe for everything that happens, but that, that we can, we should really think these things through. And and I'll tell you what made me think about that is because I've mentioned, I've mentioned this before a long time ago, I think on one of our podcasts where I had this accident, this car accident, right? and ended up going to the hospital. Well, I was able to call, but I called a lady from church and asked her to come and get my children for me. And she mm. did. But I had no plan. I had no family living in it. I don't even think I have family living in the same state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I understand So it's that. so important. Yeah, I you know, understand Especially when your so children well. are little. Yeah, you know, but you know do? what? My, uh, in my, when my kids were in middle school, okay, so they didn't have, their cell phones weren't, anything that I thought of giving them. I had a cell phone, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't that big among the kids at that point. So therefore, and then here I was, I'm living here. All my family is up north Mm -hmm. pretty much. And um, so they wouldn't, I I don't even know what they would have done. Right. I mean, now fortunately the neighbor Mm -hmm. was really nice and uh, we had a rapport mm-hmm. with the neighbor and they knew the neighbor and everything. But other than yeah, that, it's good to have it. Listen, phone numbers should be at a certain place, put where your children know they are in case of emergency. This is who you call. If you haven't heard from mommy at a certain length of time, by such and such time, mm-hmm. you call this person, right. let them know this person that they're calling is already aware that they are the backup person for your children. Right. Moms, you got to put something in place. Definitely. It's that so important. So- Kids go to after school, the latchkey program. Not, they call it latchkey, I think, for programs or something for school. You know what I mean? The after school program. Every mom's not able to do that. You know, sometimes you can't get it free or it, or it can't get it free or it's very expensive or maybe there's an extremely long waiting list. You know what I'm saying? It's good to have those when you can. But if you can't, and what if you work? What if you work evening hours? Your children are school. The time, your kids, the time your kids come home from school, you're going to work. You get off work at late at night. See, I, I'm telling you, I used to have to work two jobs when my children were four. My children were at home and to have um, uh, uh, schedules and things set in place where they knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I may be able to run home five minutes, change clothes, check on the kids and go to my second job. You know what I mean? Right. But, but you, you had- didn't do that when they were really, really young. 
I imagine. No, no. I did this when my oldest daughter was probably about 13, 14 years old. Okay. I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, but that, I but only the did that. The ones had to be. They were young. Yeah. yeah. But I only did this when, um, well, he did this like certain times, he's like seasonally. Yeah. So like for Christmas time, so that, you know, it's my desire for them to have that. And then uh, for school to start because I needed extra, I had four kids to take care of and get the school clothing and stuff for. And back then they weren't, when this type of things was going on, they weren't wearing uniforms, right? They would wear regular clothes. So, um, and doing it by yourself, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, my one job took care of, took care of the bills, the rent and the bills. The other job was for all the other necessities, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's just the way it was. Yeah. You know, so so we had to have something in place, you know. Yeah. Um, and thank God he took care. He was always taking care of us and sure. we survived. But these are just things that moms need to think about. Sometimes we don't think about these things. We're just so busy living life and raising our kids. And we just don't think. Yeah. You know? So yeah. this is what we're trying to do. Bring awareness, you know, just make, bring it up, you know, just yeah. something to think about, something to think about. Absolutely. Um, another thing I, I talk about with this, Cheryl, is other type of safety, like, like, give an example, what about uh, things like weather, bad weather and those type of things, you know, there should be safety kits, right? And those safety kits is going to look different for where you're living. Yes. I remember a time I, my, um, my niece had came down first time it came to up north to see us from California. And so we had a tornado warning, right? Mm. She was scared to throw in, scared to know in. She had never been in a tornado, had never experienced anything. I've never been in a tornado either. either. No, I've never been in one. But I'm just seeing the fact of one coming and you know how they show it on the TV and everything. And she was just devastated. She she didn't know what to do. She said, she said, Oh, I'm Alvina, I never (laughs) (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, then you live in California, they have earthquakes. She said, well, I know what to do with an earthquake without a tornado. (laughs) That was so funny. I'm like, really? A tornado? Listen, they're both bad. But an earthquake? Come on. So she said, yeah, we have those all the time. (laughs) (laughs) To me, I'm thinking, whoa. compare the two. (laughs) Right. You know, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) That was funny. But yeah, so depends on where you live at. It's what you need to do. Yeah. And I mean, for us living in the Northeast, I can't recall any devastating weather that would take place. I mean, it rained, it thundered, oh, it, it torna- snowed. We had tornadoes like, yeah, it tornadoes bad. But, you know, we didn't have anything where, unless it was a snowstorm. Yeah, snowstorms, ice storms, whatever the weather, you know, if that for your yeah. the area that you live in, yeah. you need to be prepared for. Like, I'll give you an Absolutely. example. What about, what about, what if, what if uh, all the power's down for days? Yeah. So I always suggest that parents have food, like food that you could, you know, the lids that you could pull off, something that you could eat this out of the can. Really, I mean, it's when you go to the grocery store, stack up on a few of those things every time you go to the store. Just put them away. That's because right. yeah, because those seasons come, yeah. and it's so much more economical to do it as you go yeah. than to do it, you know, all at one time. Right. Like the batteries, the, the batteries that have those big old flashlights, you know, things like this. Sometimes single moms we don't be thinking about stuff like that. No, not at all. But we need to. Yeah. I you mean, know, I even found that la- there's a light that you tap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I used to have one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I actually have some have one now. Mm-hmm. Um, but those things would be a lifesaver uh, during the time of uh, the uh, electric being uh, interrupted because of a storm. Mm-hmm. Because they light up a whole room, okay. as opposed to the candles and yeah. the smoke and uh, yeah, carcinogens but- that 
we don't even talk about. That's true. But if you got to use a candle, it's good to have them. It's good to have them. It's good to have your matches to light them with. Mm -hmm. I mean, have this stuff put up and put away, you yeah, know? And, yeah. and another thing. And water. Another thing, you're asking about safety um, for your very, very important documents. Have them in something that's protecting from what from water damage and stuff like that. Something that could, that won't get messed up, you know. Because no matter what happens, you're gonna need that information if For something sure. happens really bad enough. I remember being in Kentucky visiting my oldest son at one time, and and the power was down for like oh like four or five days, right? But I was only there for like a couple of days. But the the two days that I was there, the power was totally out. Mm. But he had a generator, you know. So it's important to do the things that you can do you know, prepared, you know, all along. Yeah. So it won't be a stress on you. And this moms, this is so important. I think that in case of some kind of catastrophe, listen, family ought to know, okay, if X, Y, and Z, say they see a hurricane's coming, family ought to know if X, Y, Z, no matter what, this is where mommy said we were going to end up at, right? So say that, say you get, say if you do get separated somehow, right? you know your goal is to get to that place wherever that place is that mommy said yeah. we're going to go and drill it in your children make sure they're aware of mm -hmm. this is where our meeting place mommy will wait on you here mm -hmm. no matter what right? right because if some nice person helps your child to find you right at least the children know where you're supposed to be because right. you said you're going to be there right, right. so yeah. that so that way that that so that way everybody prayerfully will be able to come together again you know right. what i'm saying right. instead of being totally you know yeah, yeah. so these are things we have to think yeah. about and you know what else is uh good to have is cash oh yes um on hand mm -hmm. because if mm -hmm. the power's down atms are going to be down that's so true Cheryl. and so sometimes it's good to put just you know a few i don't know Fifty dollars. I don't know what. Whatever you can afford to put up. Whatever you can afford to put up. But for that's your emergency. Few, yeah, every week or monthly or whatever the case may be, right. and know where that is, and also um, to make sure you stock up water mm -hmm. because there may be a boil water notice or something like that, and if the electric's out, you can't even boil the water. Right. So, um, if you could get three months supply of medications, right. you know, if your children use ex uh, uh, inhalers, whatever you can do, mom, to prepare and put that stuff away for safekeeping, do it as you go. It's much cheaper than trying to get out there and buy it all at one time, you yeah. know? And I know like we're just talking about a few of the things, but there's some lists online that you can Google. Mm -hmm. um, that will keep it all organized for you so mm -hmm. that you know you've gotten everything that you need. That's good. Yeah. 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 And we're not trying to induce no fear or nothing like that here no. by no means. No. We're just wanting, we're just wanting to help you think about something that you maybe just not think about on the norm, you know, right. but, you, but because life is what it is and we never know what, what's going to transpire. We never mm -hmm. know. We can't control. These are things beyond our control. Right. So the only thing we can do is prayerfully be prepared as best as we can mm -hmm. and then look to God to help us with the rest, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And your children need to know. They, they need, need to, to know. know. Yeah. Is there an evacuation plan? The evacuation plans for your city, your state, you know, for your area, your neighborhood. Do you know what that is? Yeah. And if you don't, let's find out. You know, let's really let's put time in on this stuff for your family because everybody's family looks different, right? But you need to put the time in and your children need to know what that plan is. Yeah. You know, give you an example. I mean, if something was to come, do we know, do the kids even know 
you know, fires, like you were talking about fires or something. Do they know what to do? You know what I mean? Right. You know, there's, there needs to be understanding in a home. Right. You know? And I think it's important. I think a lot of parents just think that their children know their address, for instance, mm -hmm. their phone number. And I do run into children who are in the first grade. You can kind of excuse it a little bit. Second grade third grade and you ask them for a mom's number or something like that and they don't know it mm -hmm. so just you know go over that with them mm -hmm. even if it's a, a a piece of paper up on the wall that they see every night um, they see what the address is what your phone number is what your full name is mm -hmm. um, and possibly someone else's phone number like you said a backup person. Got, you need a backup person. Every mom needs a backup person. Right. And for emergencies, every mom. Yeah. And you know, today with technology, phone numbers are in the cell phone. Yeah, but what if something and happens if, to your cell if phone? If something happens oh, yeah. to your cell phone, you've got to know what that number is. Mm -hmm. You know, and so um, I'm bad that I, 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 have, I, I can't know tell two you people's phone numbers. I can't one tell you. for sure, <laughs> I can tell you, I know for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But the other one, um, is kind of iffy, <laughs> and, my, and those are my children. <laughs> mine are iffy. Period. Period. And Tanya said, "You know what? This is this is what we're talking about." Because listen, we talk about this stuff. But these are thoughts for us as well, right? And so this makes me prompts me to say, "Okay, you know what? I really need to uh, know what these numbers, these important numbers are." You know? Yeah. We've gotten so spoiled with these phones. Uh -huh. so <laughs> but that phone book, I remember that phone book. I know. The last right? time I saw it was probably in. Uh, 1999 is probably the last time I saw <laughs> Yeah. We'll take some pointers from this. And we definitely appreciate you listening today. And take time to send us a message. Uh, so maybe you have some questions. Maybe you have uh, a topic you want us to discuss. You can uh, check out the link that's on the uh, podcast so that you can send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. It may not be something that's helping everyone, but we believe it will help someone. And until next Tuesday, this is Straight Fire Moms, where we learn and we grow.